Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Tomorrow, Ms. Wilson-Raybould and uh, Jane Philpott, two former senior cabinet ministers in the Trudeau government, will announce what their political future is going to consist of. Will they join the Green Party? Will they announce having joined the Green Party and uh, choose to run for them? I spoke yesterday with Lisa Raitt, the deputy leader of the Conservative Party of Canada, and I asked Ms. Raitt whether uh, Jody Wilson-Raybould or Jane Philpott were going to sign up with the Conservatives, and it didn't sound like it. So is it going to be the Green Party? I read a column by Canadian journalist J.J. McCullough. He writes columns for the uh, Washington Post. And I read a column about the Canadian Green Party. By the way, I should say to you again, I did invite, as you know, and I tweeted about this, and I mentioned it on the air last weekend, I did invite Elizabeth May on this program uh, last week, and they didn't get back to me until Friday. I mean, it's kind of hard to book somebody for a Saturday or Sunday for a political interview on the Friday. And uh, I suggested they get in touch with me sometime this past week so we could set something up for this weekend, and it hasn't happened. So, I don't know. I guess Elizabeth May is avoiding me now. don't know why that is, Ms. May. Over to you. But just reading from uh, J.J. McCullough's column in the Washington Post, the Green Party is Canada's true populist menace. Let me just read you the the opening uh, paragraph. It's very short. Uh, On May 6th, the Green Party of Canada elected its second member of parliament in the party's 35 years of existence. As with every meager success this party achieves, Paul Manley's narrow victory is a nauseating development in the degeneration of Canadian democracy, the triumph of a dark and ignorant flavor of populist politics enabled by a breathtakingly irresponsible media bias. So what are you really saying, J.J.? (laughs) Well, what I'm saying is that I get frankly, a little bit nauseated with the the press that the Green Party tends to get. You know, the Green Party has been a notoriously unsuccessful political party, surely one of the most unsuccessful political parties in Canadian history, in the sense that it took them 35 years to just elect one member of parliament. And yet this is not the way that they're generally reported on. They're generally reported on as these plucky underdogs who, you know, the nation of Canada should be collectively cheering for, you know, Elizabeth May, like, you know, God bless her. She's trying so hard. And shouldn't we all be in her team? And shouldn't we all be like, you know, hoping that she this time she'll make the breakthrough? You know, I'm 35 years old. I've been following Canadian politics, you know, for close to two decades now. I have been reading the same story in the Canadian press for has got to be like 20 years. Every single election, even every single by-election. Will they break through this time? Will somebody cross the floor? Will they join it? Will they do it? Will they do it? And what I say in the piece is that not only is this completely unjustified because the Green Party has failed, you know, to meet their end of the bargain, which is to achieve any sort of meager success, but that the Green Party itself, when you actually look closely at what the Green Party stands for, what Elizabeth May stands for, you find a lot of, like, really crankish and, frankly, odious political positions. And so I think that this is a party that has gotten an enormously, enormously kid-glove treatment that's just, frankly, unjustifiable and would not happen in any other context. You know, there's been a lot of talk about the Green Party in this country and also uh, outside Canada. England, for example, and perhaps Australia, having an anti-Semitic position, certainly anti-Israel view. 
Yeah, well, I mean, this is the huge track record of problems what the Green Party has had uh, in, in this country. I mean, the Green Party has had a number of candidates who have said brazenly anti-Semitic things and have had to be uh, have had to be disqualified by Elizabeth May herself in some cases. Although there has also been a number of candidates that have successfully ran, one of whom I like to call attention to is Monica Schaefer, a candidate who ran in Jasper, uh, Alberta, three times for the Green Party, a notorious, notorious Holocaust denier, recently convicted of uh, incitement to hatred in Germany, just an out-and-out anti-Semite. And, and, you know, frankly, I've documented this on my blog, that there's evidence that uh, Elizabeth May was aware of this woman's anti-Semitic views and, you know, tried to kind of manage it until it became so unpalatable that she kind of had to be had to be dumped. But there's lots of other things, too. Like the Green Party is the only party in Canada that has been, uh, you know, voted to endorse the BDSM, the Boycott, Disinvest and Sanction Israel movement, which many Jews consider to be anti-Semitic because it singles out Israel as the only country in the world that's worth, uh, you know, sanctioning and boycotting in the same way that people used to sanction and boycott apartheid South Africa. So there is like there is a long track record of deeply, deeply problematic positions. And you don't even need to ask me. You can ask the uh, former Jewish uh, president of the Green Party of Canada, who actually quit the quit his position or in some in some retellings was sort of drummed out of the position because his sort of mildly pro-Israel positions were considered beyond the pale in the culture of the party. But again, like this is the kind of stuff that you don't generally hear reported on because no, you don't. Before, the mainstream narrative is that, you know, Elizabeth May is, you know, walks on water and we should all be cheering for her and that the Green Party's, you know, uh, when any sort of meager success the Green Party achieved is a net positive for Canadian democracy, and I just reject that premise. Well, you know, it brings me back to what I've been saying for years. There are far too many repeaters and not enough reporters. No, absolutely. I mean, Elizabeth May, you know, to her credit, is an, is an enormously talented self-promoter. She has woven a narrative about herself that she is the hardest working woman in, in Ottawa, that she's so well informed and, you know, that everybody respects her and the press. Absolutely. They repeat. They don't re- report. They regurgitate her self-serving propaganda about herself. And this is presented as accurate reporting. In fact, if anything, like the only critical press Elizabeth May tends to get is that, you know, maybe she's a bit of a lovable loser. Maybe she can't seem to get it quite together. But, you know, She's still trying, and you know that's the way it's framed. It's like, or that maybe she's costing votes to the. the well, you get the, the you get the participation trophy. Yeah, exactly. She is she is like the living participation trophy of. Uh, so, what do you think is going to happen? Politics. You're a British Columbian. What do you think? What do you think Jody Wilson Raybould is going to announce tomorrow? Uh, it's interesting because my suspicion had always been that she was going to uh, sort of end this saga by basically just uh, not running for re-election. That she was going to step down from the House of Commons and that she was going to go back to basically what she did before she ran for Parliament, which is just kind of be a a sort of full-time Indigenous rights activist. And frankly, I think that's the kind of lifestyle that she's most comfortable with. I think that's where her passions lie. I think to the extent they exist, that's where her talents lie as well. And I think that because I think that what she wants is she wants a career of power and importance, but I don't think she wants to be accountable for political decisions. And, you know, unfortunately, I think that that is an accurate description of a lot of the Aboriginal activism in this country, particularly in British Columbia, where there's a lot of tendency to oppose and and to posture and, you know, give righteous speeches about why this or that, this pipeline or that consultation was insufficient, but not really be accountable. And I think that being Attorney General of Canada was a difficult fit for her in a number of ways, and one of which was that she was ultimately accountable for the decisions that she made. She had to answer to a left-wing constituency, an Indigenous constituency, that she wasn't ultimately able to deliver the goods for. So most, I think she'd much most, better be on the other most side. Most alarming was answering to Justin Trudeau. <laughs> well, 
Well, that's the thing, too. I mean, I think that as, as we've seen from her speeches, she was uh, one of many to realize that Justin Trudeau was not the uh, messiah figure that, she, you know, she herself presented to uh, presented uh, him to voters as. But Jay- I don't know. I, I really hope that she doesn't run for the Green Party. You know, I have a lot of problems with her, but I would like to think at the end of the day, she's a smart enough woman to realize that the Green Party is not the ship to bet on. We will find out in a matter of hours. JJ, thank you for the time. Thanks for having me. JJ McCullough, writing in the Washington Post about... The Green Party. I'm still inviting Elizabeth May to come on this program and speak to all of these issues. If uh, the Green Party sees itself potentially as the balance of power in a federal election, there are a lot of questions to be asked and answered. And Ms. May had to deal with the fact there was a BDS movement in her party in, I think it was 2015, and there was talk about if they didn't back off that she would leave as leader. If you want to hear more, Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.